Welcome to another edition of Mike's Notes. Today we are going to talk about why the gear that you use to make the things you do doesn't matter. Today on the podcast, we're going to look at the story of three people who are really successful creators in their different fields. And all of them have told the same story or given the same advice, whether explicitly or implicitly, that the gear you use really doesn't matter when it comes to creating the things that you want to do. And this podcast came about for a couple of different reasons. The first thing was that I was reading the work of John Saddington and listening to the podcast of Justin Jackson. And both of those guys were both starting out on new things. Uh, John Saddington has started a new company called Tomo, and it's an onboarding and HR company. And Justin Jackson has started this podcast called Mega Maker. And both Jackson and Saddington are really experienced makers. They're always doing things. And they are good examples that the time to do things and the time to make things has never been better. Even though both of those guys have skills far beyond anything that I have, whether it's in design or coding or building websites or anything online, the things that they're doing right now have lessons for us all. And this sort of came to a head for me as I was reading another one of those articles online about, you know, the best apps for your phone for getting things done or uh, pocket notebooks that executives carry or something of the sort. You know the kind that I'm talking about. And I'm always a sucker for those because there's some like implicit understanding or implicit assumption or, uh, you know, if you do this, maybe you'll be more productive like this person. It's kind of like, you know, getting the Michael Jordan basketball shoes and then thinking that you're going to play better. Nobody really thinks that, but maybe deep down there's, there's some connection that tugs on you. And that's how I felt about getting stuff done. I always thought like, Man, if I had the right camera, I would take better pictures. Or if I had this computer with this software, I could do a lot more. I remember even in college, I bought a Palm Pilot to stay more organized. What did I need a Palm Pilot for? What a joke. And that is just the pinnacle of the iceberg as far as the things that I think will help me get more done. But in reality, gear doesn't matter. We're going to have three characters that we look at uh, on this edition of the podcast. The first is Casey Neistat. Neistat's an award-winning filmmaker. He made a show for HBO. You might know him as the guy who snowboarded through Times Square in 2016. And he's also the founder of the technology company Beam. Our second character is BJ Novak, the actor and writer from The Office. He wrote for the Harvard Lampoon. He's the author of the book with no pictures. And he's also the founder of List App. Our third character character is Gina Trapani. Gina is the creator and founder of Lifehacker and wrote, for there, wrote there for many years. She's also the host of This Week in Google, the podcast, and she has her own app called todo.text. Now, what our three characters have in common is that all of them say that the gear you use doesn't matter. You don't need to be using the latest and greatest thing. What matters is that the product, your output, is the latest and greatest thing. Whatever you use the gear for, that outcome needs to be on the cutting edge. Think of it like a surfer, where 
the board that a surfer uses really doesn't matter all that much, so long as it's good enough. But the act of surfing, that's the part that's important. That surfer needs to stay in the barrel of the wave, which is what Nystat and Novak and Trapani all do. They are staying in the barrel of the wave of their respective fields, and that's what we need to do. The gear just needs to be good enough to get us to the barrel of the wave, and then it's up to us to stay in the wave. And that's our thesis, that the tools you need to create something, whether it's a book to write or a movie, doesn't matter that much. What matters is that you do the work. In the example of Casey Neistat, he's got an entire video in his vlog series about this, and I'm going to quote from that video. Quote, gear doesn't matter. If all it took to be good was the right equipment, the people who had the most money would always win. End quote. And Neistat is walking around his office as he's, he's saying this, and he pulls up his computer, and there's a headline about the movie Pan. In, in the uh, summer of 2015, Pan was a, a bust. It cost so much money to make it, but it brought in so little at the box office. And uh, Neistat says, quote, This is a movie called Pan. It premiered this weekend. Now, if all it took to make good stuff was to have the right equipment, trust me, whoever made that movie with their $155 million budget had way better cameras than you could ever afford. End quote. And so Neistat points out that if you had money, you could buy the gear. And then if that was all that mattered, that would provide something that was awesome. Neistat gives an answer to what really matters, but we'll get to that at the end of this podcast. Our second character is B.J. Novak. Novak, it appears, has had a great experience. He went to Harvard. Uh, he wrote for Bob Saget. He's been on The Office. He's had lots of great experiences, but his process is simple as well. Uh, in his podcast interview with Tim Ferriss, he says that all he really uses is a notebook to get started. Quote, if I'm taking a walk or having a drink with a friend and some funny idea comes up, I'll write it down. And I never judge what would you do with this idea or how would you end that joke, end quote. So Novak is noting the importance of idea generation. And it's only after that does he start to apply the process. So his tools are in this situation are just a pen and paper. Uh, from there, he uses another very um, unsophisticated tool. Here's what he says in the interview with Tim Ferriss. Quote, I use Microsoft Word for the same reason my dad used WordStar. It's just what I learned and got in the habit of. And I use Final Draft for screenplays because everyone does. I would like something that combines the two, but it's not worth it to me to investigate and switch, end quote. So Novak is pointing out here that he generates ideas and he writes them down on pen and paper. And then when he turns those ideas into scripts or um, books or anything like that, he uses the generic tools of Microsoft Word and in Final Draft. So Novak has uh, used tools that you and I have access to. So again, it's not about the tools, it's not about the gear, it's not the surfboard that gets you into the barrel of the wave. The reason that B.J. Novak is really successful is because B.J. Novak is really funny, and he works hard, and he works consistently, and he's good to be around. That's why he's successful, not because of the tools he has. Our final character is Gina Trapani. Uh, Gina is also someone who doesn't use sophisticated tools. She built her app, text.app, because she just wanted something simple that she could jot down and um, use the command line interface on. In a recent 
product Hunt AMA, Trapani said that if she had to only code in one programming language the rest of her life, she would choose Java. Uh, when she's asked about this, she says that she would enjoy coding in it because it's the most proficient and comfortable that she works in. And the reason that she focuses on Java is because that's what would allow her to get the most work done. So she knows that the tool doesn't really matter so much as the output, as the thing that she's uh, creating. So each of our three examples, Nystat, Novak, and Trapani, have all emphasized the value of not thinking so highly about tools. And as I was thinking about this more and more, I realized that there's, there's three steps, really. And they're not always sequential, but there's three parts that lead to successful use of tools. The first is that the tool takes you from zero to one. You need some kind of a tool to do the thing. Even if it, you're writing and you're just using a pencil and paper, that's the tool. Austin Kleon uh, creates this art where he takes a newspaper article and he cuts it out and then he takes a black marker and he darkens out certain words so that only some words remain and those words tell a story in and of itself. So Cleon's tools are really simple. It's just newspaper and black marker, but he needs those tools at least to get started. The second phase is how you interact with the tools. It's learning how to use them in some cases. So, for example, I'm recording this podcast uh, on my Mac and I'm using GarageBand. I had to figure out a little bit of GarageBand to do it. I had to learn like a couple keyboard shortcuts and how to put more than one track down and export it to SoundCloud and all of that. So there is a little bit of learning how to use a tool. Uh, in the case for Nystat, he uses Final Cut Pro, which is another piece of software that, that's not the latest and greatest thing, but it's something that he knows how to use. And he admits that the switching cost to go from Final Cut Pro to something else would be too high. It would cost him too much time and effort to learn the next thing. Novak uses Microsoft Word, and he says that it's just because he learned to write on that. Japani uh, uses the IDE Eclipse, which is just another tool uh, that's not the latest and greatest thing, but it's good enough. It does the work. And in each of those cases, our three characters have figured out how to use those tools. And that's step two. And the third part of it is actually doing the work. It's doing the process. It's being involved in getting stuff done. And this is the big part of making great things. Because Nystat and Novak and Trapani are all people who are making things. None of them are focused on the tools they use. And we can think of this as a formula, where your output is equal to the tools times the work you do. And whatever tools you use, they really get multiplied by the work. And you can even limit the tools you use to uh, get more output. For example, film director Christopher Nolan doesn't use email or a cell phone. Best-selling author Neil Gaiman writes with fountain pens in a cabin in the woods. Philip Roth, George R.R. R. Martin, and Stephen King all have very basic gear. No one is doing things with the latest and greatest stuff. No one who's really producing is focused on the articles about the best new to-do list app or something else that you think is going to make your work better, but it's just gonna have you switch to using something else. The key to make great things is to make great things, not to think about the gear you use to make great things. Thanks for listening. This has been another edition of Mike's Notes.